Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. We don't usually think of Malachi 4, 6, and 7 as Christmas verses, and it's unlikely that it's on uh, any of your list of favorite verses. But it has special connection to the birth of Jesus. It reads this way. God is speaking through the prophet Malachi and says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. Do you know what makes those two verses unique? Well, for one, they're the last words of the Old Testament. That's how the Old Testament ends. And then between the Old Testament and the New Testaments, while it's probably only a page or two in your Bible, it was a 400-year period. For 400 years, God reveals nothing of himself. It's like he went silent. Do you recall uh, the, the one who came before Jesus to prepare the way for the Lord, John the Baptist? Malachi prophesies him also in chapter 3, and part of the fulfillment of these last words of the Old Testament are no doubt referencing John, the Elijah-like figure who preceded Jesus, announcing the coming of God's kingdom and calling people to repentance in preparation for their Messiah. But I want you to think of this part of the story, the 400 years of silence from God. That's a long time for God to seemingly not speak in any way to his people. And then, Without notice, in his perfect timing, he moves again, and this time it's the coming of the promised Savior. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger. There are three lessons that I want you to take from this as reminders and as encouragements that you'll need from time to time. First, no matter how long it takes, God keeps his promises, every one of them. He's not going to make you wait 400 years, but there are times when we wonder. Let Christmas be a reminder that God always keeps his promises. Second, when you can't see God working, that doesn't mean that he's not. From earth, what seemed like God going dark was God preparing to do the greatest thing the earth could ever receive. Jesus was coming as the Savior. His timing is not our timing. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. He is working out his plans and purposes even when he seems silent to us. And third, since he keeps his promises and he's always working, it's a good idea to stay ready for God to move. Be ready when God is ready. That's a great way to live. You'll never regret that. So I want to pray for you that these three great truths will encourage you this Christmas season and that Christmas itself will be the reminder to you that they are true. Heavenly Father, thank you that you, unlike our best efforts, you never break your promises. You keep every single one of them. We're grateful that you're working and carrying out your plans and purposes even when we can't see you doing it. And may your son or your daughter have a keen awareness of that. And as a result, may they live ready as if you will do it today so that they'll be ready when you're ready. May that encourage them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.